Welcome back to another episode of CEO Talks. Today we welcome a distinguished guest whose strategic financial counsel transformed the sole store into a prominent player in the realm of contemporary clothing and accessories. Join us as we delve into the realms of finance, innovation, and the future with Mr. Chirag Mawani. Yeah, so sir, it's great having you here with us, and I'm just delighted to have a conversation with you. So. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. Uh, I'm I'm quite glad to kind of be uh, a part of this podcast uh, along with the uh, youthful minds of India. Yes, sir. So, uh, sir, we have seen that you have completed your course in CA and CS, and that too both at the same time. So, how difficult and or easy was it for you to manage it all along with your college life? Ah, uh, see, I'll tell you. You know, chartered accountancy course and company secretary course both. can be performed together parallelly because uh, what happens you know both the curriculums are like both the, both the curriculums are meant to govern two completely different areas uh, but there are a lot of common subjects you know like for instance financial accounting auditing corporate laws so if you are able to plan your studies well yes, it gives you an advantage to leverage these common subjects mm-hmm. so uh, that's the benefit you can actually derive if you are kind of uh, doing it together uh, also you know along with study so basically there is an option to do this kind of courses after you complete your graduation but again if you do it along with the graduation again you can leverage even those subjects so mm-hmm. essentially you kind of are able to kind of uh, give out an examination for three different curriculums uh, with, with preparation being done majorly only for one particular course because most of the things are common in all of these things so it is good to do it along with your graduation rather than opting it there is an option to do it post graduation as well but it it's kind of makes sense to kind of utilize your graduation time more effectively by opting for all these courses together so i mean you have said it so simply but um, few of my friends are also trying to juggle the courses together and it is very difficult and i am personally not doing this i'm just focusing on college but yeah like big ups for you to have, to have been able to do this uh, so, so no i i i i i do understand that you need to kind of uh, organize your day a little more effectively and because because this curriculums do as i mentioned to you there are few common subjects but with the the length and the depth of the subject varies and hence you need to kind of uh, spend a bit more spend a lot of time on kind of completing the course and the studies so that that needs a lot of dedication and sincerity that's that's true i i do i i, I do agree with that yes sir yeah so continuing uh, with this line of thought only uh, what was your family's you switched from well established companies to a startup venture like the sulstone uh you know i i'll just give you how i started my journey you know i started my journey with uh, two large size companies like sipra limited yes. spanco limited uh times of money which was a subsidiary of times group i actually enjoyed working for them but you know i realized uh, after working with them that you know if you have to be a guiding force or you want to hop on to a role of being a coach and navigate the organization to build a successful and solid business model Which is probably backed by unit code economics. Unit economics. You will have to join a small organization and witness the journey of driving the transformation of this organization, small organization, to mid-size and probably even thereafter take it to a larger yes. scale. So this journey is going to be very exhilarating. And 
this involves you know like setting up of basic processes like uh making starting with making how to make the payments and how to release the vendor payments how to do the reconciliations and all of that stuff and it goes on to formulating a, a blueprint for the road ahead like you know planning the projections for the next three years five years and kind of looking around what is going to work well what are the synergies you can create so all of those complicated decisions also will be kind of be taken thereafter so every single decision that you take or you help organization take is potentially going to be a game changer for you for these small companies and hence it's very important that you are extremely circumspect while taking calls but then this is the fun so you can kind of avail you know you can kind of enjoy while you are working in a small size company so i never had any issues uh, in terms of my family uh, kind of contesting why you kind of moved on from a large scale company to small scale company uh, but i for me personally i have derived a lot of contentment you know in being a guiding force for the small scale companies achieving success and kind of climbing up all the way to become a mid size and a large large scale company definitely sir so how uh, so like let's move on to the soul store heavy questions how has soul store oh. been able to license so many brands you know what does the process look like uh, is pirated per- merchandise even an issue for the brand uh see uh, yeah we've got we've kind of having a good set of licenses with us now but as they say you know rome was not built in a day yes sir it takes a lot of hard work and effort to reach at what the soul store is at currently uh we have you know i'll tell you we have encountered several daunting tasks especially getting the big licenses on board for the very first time was very difficult battling covid pandemic also was very difficult so we've kind of seen all of this challenges we are a sizable organization now licenses today simply love to partner with the soul store as it you know helps them uh, reach out to a quality set of audience like you guys uh, yes, because our customer base is such uh, but yes our journey has kind of we've seen, seen a lot of uh, it has taken a lot of hard work for us to reach it at this level uh, you know i'll tell you back when when the soul store was not there uh, to fetch an original t-shirt with a disney logo yes used to cost upwards of around 2000 3000 this is i'm talking 10 to 12 years back and today mm-hmm. uh, with the soul store you are kind of able to get a even better product original licensed product at almost one third of the price what i just mentioned to you so this for me and my customer base you know is very enticing because we kind of got something which is kind of now being uh, liked by everyone and and piracy is not a concern genuinely piracy is not a concern for us yeah 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 it does impact us uh, but our, our our business model and our price point is such that uh, customers can now afford to have a soul store it's, it's an aspirational brand definitely but we we are able to see a good trajectory of upward movement so we are not too concerned about it so sir uh, i have heard that uh, the soul store have taken an initiative to adopt animal shelters congratulations on that so our next question is basically to gain yeah so our next question would be to basically gain insight on your experience for the same see uh, at the soul store uh, we believe in doing our bit for the society and and this has been our thought process uh, right from the formative years of the company uh you know back in pandemic uh, uh when when there was a struggle to meet basic staff uh, our folks stood up in the factory and they decided to manufacture cotton masks 
uh, for the corona warriors uh, and we distributed this free of cost to local police force uh, and essential service providers uh, so have you believed to you know, kind of give out to society when it comes to helping them and kind of building up a sustainable future so when uh, when, it, when it comes to animals i am very happy that we have adopted the animal shelter we are helping stray dogs and cats who are just not what's unable to express themselves uh express their pains uh and while they are in the same society they are not able to express and we are trying to help them uh in this form so i feel it's a it's a, it's a i'm i'm pretty happy with this i think every organization on this planet you know should build and carry out steps which helps in building a sustainable future i firmly believe in at tss we firmly believe to do this regardless of whether you know csr is applicable to me or not you know i i, I really find it very amusing you know people indulge in discussions around esg and its applicability i feel the discussion itself is a concern do we even really need to discuss this i mean shouldn't an organization be mindful in building a sustainable future given the fact that it is coexisting in the same environment right so i just feel that we are all duty bound and responsible to make this world a better place to live yes that is indeed a really great initiative that you have taken at soul store uh sir sir next question would be how does soul store strike a balance between innovation and financial discipline so yeah it's 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 important to maintain a balance uh, and especially in today's world uh, you need to be very adaptive to the emerging technologies especially when you are into the d2c space like us you cannot afford to miss out on providing innovative solutions to your customers however you know it is very important to be focused on the financial implications ensure that you are not kind of overspending anywhere uh you are keeping a close check on your budgets and in fact it is even more important for a small scale company to be more to be financially disciplined because often this kind of small companies they tend to overspend on their targets because they want to achieve something more and beyond their uh routine Uh, acquisitions and routine uh, growth so i feel it's very important for leaders to ensure that the organization is not kind of derailing itself and is able to take disciplined decisions i we at soulso you know we believe in innovation and in financial discipline so we call it you know innovative discipline okay sir so following up to your answer what are some risks or threats associated with the company or any other company in general and you know how, how did you overcome those to help the soul store it's you know such a big okay is this now. with the risks uh, in in sense of the startup companies uh, any companies uh, like okay. for your exam uh, your okay. for, for us okay okay so for souls to uh, or for you know company like us uh, uh, in the formative years every company will have to undergo challenges some of the key challenges for companies like us would be that of uh, funding so adequacy of funding is always an issue for small scale companies then you know and and now in fact it has even kind of uh, gone to a larger scale because what has happened is that with the startup ecosystem now evolving in india there is a lot of competition in the startup world so with competition go level kind of going up it's even, it's getting even difficult for you to raise funds so adequacy of capital now is a very significant kind of a constraint or a challenge for the startup world uh profitability because you are not getting money today 
if your business model is not profitable. So you need to create your crack your unit economics very well. What I mean by unit economics is that every product or any service that you deliver to your customer, you need to make some money out of it. Otherwise, you are not kind of creating a business model which is sustainable in the long run. So you need to crack your unit economics very well. You need to ensure that you are not overspending and also not raising capital ahead of time. These are this is very important because I have seen so many companies raising excess capital and kind of just keeping it in their reserves. Now that's detrimental to you because every single amount that you raise has a cost to it. Now be it a debt or an equity, there will be a cost to associated with it. When it comes to spending, if you're spending higher than, I mean, if you're spending ahead of time, basically hiring too many resources uh, ahead of time or spending on any other directions which are not required to be spent, that's going to again hurt your PL very badly. So these are a few challenges and, up. and the most important thing for a D2C company like ours is to be responsive to your customer's feedback. So if you're not valuing, valuing your customer's feedback, what is going to happen is that uh, in today's competitive world, someone else will kind of address to it and your customer base, which is a loyal customer base, which for which you've actually spent money to acquire them, will shift their base to some other company. So, so these are you know some of the key challenges or risks I think are associated with company like ours, and 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 uh, with with uh, the completion of ten years in this space, we have kind of uh, figured out that you know how how to address this situations. But I think many companies do struggle on this. Uh, yeah, I truly agree, sir. It was great to know about this from the financial perspective also. Uh, now it would be great to know about your opinion and experience about some general topics as well. Like, what do you think is one of the base foundation for building a strong working environment in a workspace, you know, that promises high growth and also fosters positive relationships amongst the co-working space? In my view, it is important to build an organization with correct fundamentals. And hence, I always say, you know, that if, if you want to build a strong organization, you need to ensure that you are building a company which is economically strong, culturally vibrant, and ethically prudent. If you are able to build in these qualities, you will be able to withstand most of the dreadful threats uh, which your company is likely to encounter. Because every company will have to undergo challenges and threats at some and, and you know and undergo a very challenging phase at some point of time or the other. It is never a linear upward trajectory for any company throughout the life. So what it turns out to be an epilogue for me is that you need to ride on a journey with fundamental values of strong unit economics, vibrant culture, and maintain the highest level of ethics. That's it. Uh, yes, sir, that's true. And now following up to this question only, like what would be some learnings regarding this or in general as well uh, in the business perspective that you would like to share with college students in general who aspire to become founders and, you know, uh, achieve heights in their careers? Uh, specifically, when you're saying it to becoming a founder, you mean, you mean to say entrepreneurship, right? So entrepreneurship, you know, in India is is at its inflection point, in my view. Uh, with the startup ecosystem now growing so rapidly and presenting such numerous opportunities, uh, this is the great time to kind of pick up the entrepreneurship. So there are challenges. Uh, no, I, 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 I would not say that there are no challenges. If there are challenges. Access to capital is still not that easy. Uh, there are some few regulatory hurdles as well. There are infrastructure gaps. But 
the overall outlook for entrepreneurship in India is very positive. And with the kind of ecosystem that the government is trying to transform and reform around, it's a good time to build a successful business and drive the economic growth of the country as well. So, but remember, you know, for founders, for emerging founders or someone who's aspiring to be a founder, startup journey is not going to be a fairy tale. You know, quite often when we listen to the founders on a podcast, especially founders who have made something big or especially they have kind of accomplished success, we make a mistake of not reflecting upon the kind of perseverance and struggle that they had to encounter to have reached at this position. So one needs to be persistent. The biggest talent is to be persistent and to love what you're doing. Be passionate about it right from the beginning and uh, right from the first go. So drive it with a, a rigor and then you will be kind of be able to crack it. Uh, okay, sir. As you mentioned that the startup ecosystem is growing rapidly here in India. Uh, do you think that Shark Tank India is really beneficial for emerging entrepreneurs? And what's the take on it? On Shark Tank, basically. Shark Tanks and shows around, I mean, similar shows, you know, they help in creating more interest among the people for sure in the startups. But for me, you know, I, when I look at things now more with a little magnifying glass, I think it's government reforms which lays the foundation and helps in creating a conducive environment for the entrepreneurship and innovation. Shark Tank is a great show from the point of view of encouragement and learning. But the guiding force which an entrepreneur needs to cultivate, I think that is missing in Shark Tank. That has to come from the entrepreneur himself. Uh, he'll have to work around on himself to develop this kind of a guiding force or a push that he needs to kind of uh, get. So that's something which I don't think Shark Tank can provide you. Uh, yes, sir. I truly agree to that also. And as you uh, mentioned about the journey that they have to improve themselves, like you have been in the corporate world for more than 15 years now. How have you seen the culture change around you, whether in this field or any field else uh, you have worked, for example, CIPLA? And what are your expectations in the coming future in the field of business with respect to various startups being initiated? Yeah, so it's a great question. I, 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 you know, I honestly find it very delirious to see that startups today are getting good recognition. You know, more people are now willing to join startup and get associated with it. I think government initiatives around the startup ecosystem plays a very significant role here in, in the mindset change among the youth. You know, back in 90s or early 2000s, uh, people were... People were simply averse to joining a startup or a small-scale company. The scenario has completely flipped today. People now prefer to be a driving force for a small-scale company. Entrepreneurs today thrive with conviction on ideas stemming out of their minds. Uh, so everything is now falling in place. You know, there, there is government support. There is adequacy of talent. There is availability of human capital. There is entrepreneurship hype as well being built around. So these are some of the key ingredients uh, to build a good startup ecosystem. And fortunately, in the last one decade, we have seen some major transformation in these areas. I strongly feel, you know, in the next couple of decades, we are going to witness a great push in the startup ecosystem further in the Indian, Indian economy. And we are likely to see the upward trajectory of number of unicorns kind of emerging out of, out of Indian economy. I am genuinely excited for it. I feel, you know, I I, I feel it's 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 the time for entrepreneurs in India to kind of leverage this 
and and do well so uh, that is really exciting for us as well because you know as a society we uh, try to initiate uh, entrepreneurship and i plan to be an entrepreneur as a future goal of mine so uh, i would like as a personal question uh, which industries do you believe to have a ton of growth potential in india because you know you are an expert in the start like one uh, kind of an expert in the startup culture you uh, make me able to help me out here yeah so i think today digitization pace in india is simply spectacular and for that again you know i i feel government of india has taken a lot of initiatives uh cause uh, and has kind of helped achieve this incredible speed of digitization which would not have been possible without the push from the government i i feel any industry which has its backbone riding on the tech or a digital platform is bound to do well today uh, yeah you need to be clear about you know the solution which you are going to be offering is an effective solution to a problem statement also be mindful that your solution is cost effective uh, because indian market is very price sensitive and your solution is durable as well so if you have this three key ingredients and it is backed with a digital platform you are bound to do very well so i think anything on the digital platform today uh, is going to do uh, great in the coming years thank you sir i'll keep that in note yeah. <laughs> sir so our next question would be uh, how does someone validate their idea before going for a product launch startups these days don't have a lot of capital you know to test their uh, idea fully so as i told you you know just just as i mentioned to you it's very important that you are addressing a problem statement with an effective solution that's the most important thing to do second is you need to be very mindful about the pricing of this so it has to be like a cost effective solution you can't have a if if you're developing a solution which is super expensive it may it it, it then is not a full proof solution for you to kind of achieve attain success so you need to be mindful about your uh, about the pricing it has to be cost effective you need to be uh you need to be mindful about it it has to be cost effective you need to ensure that the solution is durable and it is can 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 be sustained for, for a long longer period of time so that's i think these are three important parameters and if you have any additional benefits if you have any additional inputs or any additional uh, factor which kind of further adds to it like the digital platform uh it just kind of adds uh it's kind of makes it makes your life more simpler so also that's like a really great answer one question uh, personally which i had that uh, all of us here are pursuing a degree in finance uh, we are pursuing bba in financial investment analysis so any particular advice you have for students who aspire to have a career in finance in future maybe become a financial analyst or analyst or investment banker or something like that any particular advice you have i i feel you know finance is a great profession to be in uh, and the good part about the finance profession is that you will never see a lack of demand kind of a thing in the finance profession because every organization will require finance professionals every industry will require some sort of financial finance professional and the again also what is a good part about finance profession is that your learnings are more or less common in across all the industries you need to if you want to you know as a as a cfo my objective is to ensure that 
the company is growing and growing along with the bottom line growth, which is the EBITDA growth. So that's going to be the crux for every every finance professional eventually. So be it, you know, whether you join an IT industry, whether you join a logistics industry or whether you join a pharmaceutical industry or an e-commerce, your eventual goal is to kind of make the bottom line healthy, make the business healthy. So for the finance profession, I think uh, that's, uh, that's a great thing because, you know, you are going to be of relevance across industry. You're going to be relevant uh, regardless of the time, regardless of the technology. Every, I mean, you, your, your importance is not just going to shrink ever. Thank you very much, sir, for answering this question related to finance. Actually, we are also pursuing F, uh, CFA or FRM. So that's something which I wanted to clarify with you. And thank you very much, sir, for connecting with us today. Usually, the podcast we conduct, uh, you can see that uh, the answers are more or less very monotonous. The questions are being answered in the same way. But you, on the other hand, answered them really well. You had a much clarity regarding the ideas you had. And every question had its own innovative answer. So thank you very much sir, for that. It was thank actually very, very great. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Same here. Thanks. Thank you again once again uh, for having me here on this podcast. I genuinely enjoyed kind of answering your questions. I hope I'm able to kind of give you some kind of good insights. And I'm I would be hopeful that people listening to this podcast also are able to kind of fetch something valuable for themselves. Yes, sir. So the podcast session was terrific, and so I'll I'll just be out there and say it. you were terrific. Thank you for being so supportive here. Yeah. Thank you so much, Raghav. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for taking out your time. It really means a lot for all of us. Yes, sir. Thank you for your time. All right. Lovely talking to you guys. Thank you so much. Bye bye. See you. Thank you. Let's connect soon.